0: What is the one quality that you possess that makes you think that you can walk out here and come into the ring and face the very best in the business? Ruthless aggression. Hey Kyle, you look
1: so good to me. Damn, he beat me to it. Yeah, we, we, <laughs> yeah, we, yeah. We totally didn't try and
0: record this earlier, when I effed up. <laughs> yes, welcome, man. This, to- this episode is the the power bomb onto hardcore Holly's neck of podcast episodes.
1: Oh right? man, Spo- spoiler alert! Yes, <laughs> welcome to three minute wedding episode eighty seven <laughs> of pretzelmania Yes, I said three minutes, and uh Rosie and Jamal are about to bust through my door here. And yeah. yeah, we got SmackDown September twelfth, two thousand and two. But first, we got Monday Night Raw a couple of days before this on September 9th, from Ames, Iowa. This is the HLA episode. I, nice.
0: do,
1: I do believe I've I've been to Des Moines. I haven't been to Ames, but can't confirm. Mm. Yes, and,
0: of yeah, course.
1: Kyle. This is the HLA Raw. Do you have any HLA memories?
0: Mm-hmm. Like personally. Are you suggesting that I'm a lesbian? No. I hey, mean MJF? I may have scissored a few in my day.
1: I mean MJF put his browser huh? his search history out there on Ariel Hawaii.
0: Why not? <laughs> <laughs> Stay out of mind. But uh yeah, HLA is um yeah, very very weird period for wrestling. I mean, there like it feels like every company has some sort of like homosexual, gay, lesbian Something like whether it's a tag team, whether it's a a manager, or in this case, just lesbians making out. But um, yeah, both Raw and SmackDown have a lot of gay undertones. I don't know if they're trying to get a weird kind of heat from it or if it's just for shock value. But uh, yeah, neither was particularly great. But uh, HLA is a different level of just stupid, is all I can say. Yeah, I know not long after
1: this, uh, WWE would do a cross-promotion event with uh, Girls Gone Wild. Uh, Shout out to OSW Review, who actually sat through that, like, my God. But this episode (coughs) of Raw was kind of interesting here. We had the Un-Americans, represented by the tag team champions Lance Storm and Christian, defeating the team of JBL and Kane. Kind of interesting them as a tag team, now knowing where they kind of are politically. Bubba Ray Dudley... Bubba Tough, yeah. if you will, defeated Steven Richards. Terry and Trish defeated Stacy and the newly debuted Victoria. All the things she said by tattoo, just straight up banger. Best banger. Female entrance theme ever, maybe.
0: Oh, that's a good one. She's definitely up there. I can't Paige. even think of like a uh, page. Paige? Page, is- yeah, Sasha's is pretty good. Uh, blue pants, you remember blue pants? Oh, that's literally just the price is right, the like big cast going, <laughs> I mean, come
1: on, literally, literally, friggin' banger. William Morrissey just doing the price is right theme. Yeah, that 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 <laughs> one wins. That that wins. And speaking of winning, Triple yeah. H, the new world heavyweight champion, defeated Spike Dudley, the big gold belt, which is just right over here to the left of me. Recently debuting on Raw, Eric Bischoff just saying, oh, Brock Lesnar took the undisputed title to SmackDown. It's exclusive now. Okay, Triple H, here you go. On a silver platter, starting the big old, Oh, the Reign of Doom,
0: the title Reign of Doom. What do they call that? Reign of Terror. That's it. Reign of Terror, I believe, is how people refer to it. It's, it's um, it was a weird, weird move. It was like two weeks after Unforgiven, I think, when they brought it out for the first time. I've seen some people online theorize that maybe they could do the same thing today. Maybe Roman Reigns becomes SmackDown exclusive and he like, maybe they make it into one belt and then Raw just makes another one like they did. I guess they did it with the Universal title not too long ago, but I don't know. Do, could you see that happening again?
1: I think somehow they're going to do some storyline where they're going to get one of the titles off of off of Roman somehow. And then, because, yeah. I mean, the U.S. title, like, that division's carry and raw. I mean, if we're getting Lashley versus, like, Champa, AJ, Miz, like, we're getting all these bangers in the upper mid-card division. If that can carry raw, that's, that's fine. And speaking of carry and raw, we had Booker T and Goldust, one of the best odd couple tag teams of all time, having a no contest with the other half of the Un-Americans, that being William Regal <laughs> and my boy Test. And in the main event, Rob Van Dam hmm. defeated Chris Jericho and Jeff Hardy to become the number one contender at Unforgiven for the title. I think it was just hmm. after SummerSlam where the yes, big you're,
0: you're correct. Thank came you. came in yep. here.
1: Now, I like to delve into a little uh, TNA because they were doing weekly pay-per-views at this point in time, but that Wednesday fell on the first anniversary of 9-11. So there was no show. You want to talk about your favorite show Velocity,
0: Kyle? No. Well, too bad. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's uh, uh yeah, Velocity it's something, man. I mean um the Bash the Bashums aren't here yet, I guess, but man they would take that show over in a matter of a uh, year or two. Um I don't know who's on Velocity now. Probably the Big Valbowski's probably on Velocity, John Cena perhaps um do you happen to have a card in front of you i uh, i do
1: uh shout out to uh the ra era podcast because i love your watch alongs of velocity it's always it, it's always, it's always uh, a fun time
0: uh
1: dave and mike just uh giving out about uh you know paul london or something like i'm i was a big <laughs> paul london mark at at that time so seeing you guys talk about him versus was it like a keo like ah just, just get right in there. We had oh, good old Akio. Good old Akio, yeah. Uh, Jimmy Wang Yang. But speaking of Wangs, we got Reverend Devon <laughs> defeating Shannon yes. Moore. Albert defeating the SmackDown number one announcer Funaki. Randall Keith, Randall, Randall Orton defeating Billy Kidman, and in the main event crash on the hurricane defeating the cruiserweight champion jamie noble and Tajiri. that's uh mm. that's not a bad card like velocity it's basically main event today like i the other day i was watching was it shelton benjamin and mustafa ali were having a tag match against uh
0: i, I forget who but it was it was good stuff yeah, yeah. Main event has good wrestling. It just never matters storyline wise, so it's like almost not worth your time to watch it. But I mean, it's good stuff. And same thing with Velocity back in the day. Seeing Randy Orton and John Cena as mainstays on that show is funny to see in hindsight. But yeah, good stuff.
1: Oh yeah, and that, thats basically where the cruiserweight title like lived for a good chunk of time, especially during Paul London's oh, yeah. reign. Like it was, it was there. Like he London had one pay-per-viewed events against Chavo and then that Mm -hmm. fizzled out he lost the title on velocity and tried to have a Bret Hart screwy screw job let's go protest at (laughs) them I remember it like it was yesterday but Smackdown September 12th 2002 from Minneapolis my my goodness here uh we're kicking off the show with Bob Holly versus Brock Lesnar we
0: all know why this is an infamous right Next, because <laughs> of Hardcore Holly's blonde hair, right? Yes, I must prefer the Thurman plug, dark haired bullet myself.
1: I like the uh, the Indies Bob Holly, completely bald with the sleeve tattoo.
0: Oh, I'm unfamiliar. Post
1: WWE, I I have his book over here. I'm going to be mentioning his his book here, but this match here was just. Bob Holly ha- handing out live rounds and fresh potatoes to a young Brock Lesnar mm. who was like, "Oh, you're doing this, bitch? Okay, I'll I'll fire him off, too. <laughs> just two guys that work stiffer than insert penis joke here for HLA whatever. Uh, mm. We had a suplex Erection. to the out a suplex to the outside Valboski, an S T O stalling <laughs> suplex paying tribute to the late great British bulldog." A bear hug that Bob Hawley gets out of with a back suplex. Holly misses a missile dropkick. Brock lands the backbreaker. And we have a powerbomb by Brock and drops Bob right on his noggin. This was, I mean, it looked like it was out of a Misawa versus Kabashi match, but it was just a freak accident. Mm. And after getting dropped on his noggin like that, uh, Holly fights for like a couple more minutes.
0: Oh yeah, that's, that's crazy. I feel like most people don't remember that. I mean, it was a good, like I said, a few more, a few more minutes. He even throws a, a nice ass drop kick with a whole ass broken neck. Throws a better drop kick than half the roster. And, uh, yeah, it's a, he's t- a tough plug. This Thurman spark hardcore Bob. And, and then low blow F5, a German
1: suplex is blocked. Cause I think that would have made everything worse. Like <sighs> he probably called an audible in the ring saying, Hey, uh, Something is off here, but I'm I'm reading the I read the book there, and Bob says that their timing was off. It was an accident. These things happen. Uh, there was no sandbagging, like I initially thought, or that Brock did it on purpose because Bob sandbagged him. But hey, well, we'll see what Survivor Series 3, 03, Bob,
0: uh, go get that neck surgery. Yeah, yeah. It ended up. I mean, nobody wants to break their neck. I'm sure he still suffers some of the the nagging effects of it. Sucks. It sucks either way you split it, but it did lead him right into a WWE title match about a year later at Royal Rumble. So uh, it, it was a boost for his career for a little bit. And then it kind of, you know, fell off pretty quick, but it was something. It was probably one of the highlights of his career, if I had to guess, when he came back. Well, um, Not him breaking his neck. I'm about to say that him breaking his neck is a highlight.
1: <laughs> no, the highlight of his career is uh, him and Billy Gunn versus the Bashrooms on Velocity for two weeks in a row. Yeah, I was about to
0: say which one, but yep, both of them. Both of them were very mediocre. Yeah, Ernest Cat Miller calling the action. No, Ernest
1: Miller would have been calling it here. But man, uh, speaking (laughs) of cats, Taker and Sarah arrive backstage. We lead right into the next match. Let's go. Los Guerreros, Eddie and Chavo versus Edge and John Cena mulatino heat sign of the night and i need to remind you that tonight smackdown is brought to you my maximum hair color for guys vote well, for the 2002 babe of the year insert picture of Tori wilson lugs for your feet and blockbuster ah, man. uh man we were just talking about our favorite blockbuster memories before part one went off the rails so hey mm.
0: <laughs> kyle the lost tapes
1: the lost tapes yes never to be seen again along with everything else but what are
0: your favorite blockbuster <laughs> memories kyle oh man as a as a wee lad going in the blockbuster I, I would honestly rent games more than movies back in the the ps playstation playstation one days that's where i'd always get the newest wwf game or just i would just browse and just pick like really stupid like uh volleyball game like whatever whatever kind of piqued my interest at the time when uh, there was also also a small section of uh, wrestling shows, and this is how I would, because I grew up in the Attitude Era, so at the time, I had never seen any new generation stuff, so I would kind of, you know, Undertaker versus Undertaker, that sounds wacky, and then I would watch it, and it would suck, and then I'd be like, ah, no more of this, um, but yeah, but mostly wrestling shows and, and video games for me, as far as Blockbuster goes. Oh, yeah, there. Were, I, I grew up in a small town that our nearest Blockbuster was like
1: a half hour away, but... I grew up in Brock Township, Ontario, Canada, and my local video That's store was, was called, yes it is, <laughs> I went to Brock High School to go Bulldogs, <laughs> um, Brock Buster Video, Brock, Brock. Mm. Buster Video, so that was there renting like Conker's Bad for a day every weekend, or or renting No Mercy or something like that whenever it was in, because that game was a extremely hot commodity. Now where I rented mm-hmm. my wrestling tapes was yes. the hardware store. And I'm not kidding. Really? Yeah. Our our <laughs> home like hardware. The, uh,
0: was it like at the cash register?
1: No, it was it was actually in the back. No, oh, ha- home hardware in 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 Brock Township had this big 99 cent bin. You can rent a wrestling tape for a weekend, and it was right around the corner from the porn. So, giving a new meaning yeah, to I mean, hardware. Hardware. It's really- but-
0: My drum, my rim shot. That's a, that's a great of porn.
1: S- speaking of that, here we have Molotino um, Heat and
0: Taco yeah, Heat. Speaking of rimming.
1: <laughs> taco Heat, what I just had for dinner. And we had uh, this team oh, of, of Edge and John Cena. It's, uh, it's a little ironic. It's like rain on your wedding day. And Eddie immediately Pearl Harbor's edge, just jumps him from behind. Electric chair, face buster. Cena is wearing Minnesota Viking collars because he is uh, kissing the ass of the cheer for me. Cheer cheer for me. And behind me here's, I don't know what game it is. I turned on football and now it's the pre-show panel. We have Eddie sucks, just (laughs) loud Eddie sucks chants here. Chavo is holding the rope for Cena to fall out of. Cena presses Eddie. Chavo goes for the chop block. We see Edge hit the hot tag and hit the Spagingo. Ding. That's a back body drop for the American variant of the Ruthless Aggression Podcast listeners. Shout out to them and Nate. A diving clothesline to Chavito. Chavo with a Mwah! magnifique brainbuster. A frog splash to Cena. Chavo tries to uh, stink face Edge. He pulls down his pants. He gets his underroos out. And he thinks he's stink facing Edge. But he's got Uncle Eddie right up there, like his nose right up in the chute there. There's a big big old schmoz here, and I think uh didn't write I didn't actually write down the finish here, but the baby faces won this match, I believe, right?
0: Well that's secondary to the uh human centipede action that we saw in this in this matchup.
1: Ah yes, that's that's fine.
0: Backstage we have Eddie screaming at Chavo.
1: It's like, if you were into my blood, I'd kill you. Well Yeah, that <laughs> that, that, that checks out. That that, that checks out. But that, that was hilarious. This is a great uh great preview into some of the SmackDown six, Kyle. How do you like that?
0: Yeah, man. The SmackDown six, I mean, it was him, Chavo, Ray, Edge, Kurt, Benoit, man, some of the best I mean, both SmackDown and Raw had some really good wrestling in this time period. Like, um, I don't remember if this was take one or take two or rest of this, but uh, Raw had Bubba versus Stevie Richards on it, which you might you see that on paper. You're like, who gives a hell about that? But go watch it; it's a really good match for no reason. Uh, both Raw and SmackDown were putting out a really good in-ring product at this time, probably the best they had like in their history up to this point. So, yeah, really, really enjoying watching this time period. Oh, it is. It's like, you know,
1: uh, everyone heralds, you know, how great the Attitude Era was. But I'm like, I've listened to the entire discography of the Attitude Era podcast. I was watching everything at the time. Like, yeah, there's not Mm -hmm. many good like AE pay-per-views until we get to like 2000. 99 was fucking awful. Like I was one of
0: the worst years of pay-per-views.
1: Oh, it was. I remember when I was in in the hospital, when I had my my back surgery done, I was about to get out. So it was the night of King of the Ring 99, and I was watching Sunday Night Heat before that, thinking, like, could I talk the nurse into ordering a pay-per-view in this room? Like, couldn't do it. So then the next morning, I'm waiting for my my dad to pick me up in the hospital, and I'll go on WWF.com like, Billy Gunn? Oof! Dodged a bullet here. It, Stone Cold didn't win his ladder match. But Taker, what the f- man? But if if you want to watch a really good pay per view, that's <laughs> not WrestleMania X Seven, Fully Loaded Two Thousand.
0: Yeah, isn't that uh what Jericho and Triple H and Benoit versus Rock and Kurt versus Taker? Right. So those yep. three. Yep, and it's got that Rikishi yeah. jumping off the cage onto Val Venus. Oh man, that, that's it's weird that Spot doesn't get brought up more. That That's insane that that happened.
1: Yeah, because Keisha's like like 400 pounds and he goes he jumps off of the cage, like almost killed Val. But luckily, it was like, such a soft landing, like he can slow mo, like okay. But man, but but what isn't soft here is uh Mark Lloyd bothering the Undertaker and Sarah backstage, a pregnant sarah backstage and it's just like aren't you concerned about sarah being here after what paul Heyman and brock lesnar said he's like listen sarah has friends and family in minneapolis matt hardy barges in congratulates taker for impregnating sarah and then foreshadows Maxwell. i want to have a version two of my own and then he gets God, pushed yeah. out that man needs a matitude adjustment. Man, we're, we're in V1 territory here. It's oh, Matt Hardy version one. I just get, get, the, get the F in, man. Uh Rico's backstage. <laughs> he's he's being a bridezilla, despite the fact he is planning the wedding. Uh, invite Stephanie, mm. and she's like, no, it's it's okay. Um, I have bad luck at weddings. <laughs> Which is
0: <laughs> I love that line. That was hilarious.
1: Oh, man, a t- Test is on Raw, just weeping th- through that. And Triple H, like, <laughs> having a good laugh. It'd be a year after this, they'd get <laughs> shoot Mary, by the way. Uh, yeah, I'm bad luck right. at any type of wedding. No, I won't be a jinx. And he's just like, I have no flowers. I have no cake. I, the singers are caught in traffic. I need a witness. Being a best man in a wedding, uh, you do need that. You need a witness there to sign the papers and, and, and all of that. He's like, you know what? Okay, fine. Mm-hmm. You can confirm me being a witness. And nothing goes wrong at all. Oh, next match here. Let's nope. let's get the SummerSlam 0-2 rematch going, Kyle. Kurt Angle yes, versus sir. Ray Mysterio. And, you know, 20 years later, Ray can, you know, he can still go. Not to this mm-hmm. extent, because
0: it was about six knees ago, but oh man still still pretty close though like way closer than he should be to go on at this rate
1: like at the the last time he returned in like what 2014 or something he kind of lost his step a bit then he goes away for a while he wrestles the main event like everyone forgets he wrestled the main event of all in as freaking Wolverine just yeah that's when he was starting to get his step back a little bit here, but we're here in many. Uh, Kurt Angle says having a return match, and then he's making all the the short people jokes. Uh, hey, this is funnier than me getting the stink face. And you'd benefit from uh, having masks yourselves. You know, funny looking at that in twenty twenty two eyes. He threatens Benoit, he's like, "Hey, you know, there's gonna be two holding unions tonight. Billy and Chuck, and you're facing my fist." And then he pulls out. It's this promo. Oh. For God, it was this promo. I was like. Raise a boy <laughs> in a man's world. I'm a man who loves to play with boys. Wait, no, wait, no, 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 <laughs> no. Maybe something about getting on top of boys and manhandling them, and
0: oh, it's so good. It goes on for like I forget what else he says. Yeah, he's like, I'm gonna get on top of you. I'm gonna have my way with you. No, wait, no, that's not. How... <laughs> it's, it's, Kurt is gold, man. Comedic gold. Uh, fan-freaking-tastic
1: here. Just like this match here, like, Ray, um, he outboys Kurt Angle here, I wrote, Kurt for some reason. We have a Sabu moonsault to the outside. A sick German suplex by Kurt Angle. Like, looking at that and seeing what happened to Bob earlier in the night is just, you sure you want to be doing that, guys? Mm. Um, A wheelbarrow kick you know, by He'll Ray. pay for it eventually. We have a grapevine sleeper. Two Germans. The next one is countered into a bulldog corner moonsault corkscrew to the outside, leg drop off the top. We have an ankle lock, a kick out, a six one nine, a heron canerana. Then we see that amazing thing that that angle has done so many times in his matches. Guy's propped up on the top rope. Then he's just like, "Okay, I'm just gonna slam you off the top here." He runs up, grabs. Rey Mysterio, super angle slam off the top rope, and a win. Dude, this match, I mean, th- this is is this as good or better than the SummerSlam match? What do you think?
0: Yeah, it's, um, that's a good question. It's, it's pretty close. I might even give the edge to this one, honestly. It was just, um, I mean, because you have the great promo, obviously, and then you have this awesome match, and that's just like a, a sample of why SmackDown was so good in this time period. You had the great characters and then also the great wrestling, but yeah, Kurt and Ray, they, they never had a bad match with each other. Um, this is like really, we're revving up to like Kurt Angle's like really, I mean, you know, promo aside, it's like where he's really like a legitimate killer in the ring, kind of like the wrestling machine character. And then Ray still pretty fresh, getting to show what he can do, getting to show that he can hang with the main eventers so all around it was great. Both guys looked good, and um, yeah, SmackDown Six Man—you can't go wrong.
1: Absolutely not. We then see a limo pull up. Who could it be? Well, we wouldn't find out yet because we got Benoit versus Rakishi again. And I've been I've been reviewing the SmackDowns lately, and this match has happened almost every friggin' week. We, you know, I'm reminded of their <laughs> really decently sh- decent but short match at King of the Ring 2000. And then the one before that on SmackDown, where wow. he beat him for the Intercontinental title. The This match is brought to you by WWE Forcible Entry. And I remember that was released twice in 2002 because there's the WWF version. And then, you know, they got mm-hmm. the F out and released the exact same CD as the WWE version. But this was a great one. I mean, you had like a Creed song on there. You had... Ravens theme, you had
0: uh, <laughs> you know, the right of your this Life. This album was great, it had Creed. That's never a, a thing, that's not what anybody says. More Creed, the more Creed, the better. On my albums, hey,
1: I got the need for more Creed, man. But 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 you got also got like you know the Saliva W Boys <laughs> theme. You got uh, I, I forget what yeah. el- I, I can't think of what else is on here, but it had like very of its time music and themes like I had a couple of pay-per-view themes and maybe it was the one with Unforgiven that had the guy from Bush as well I it, I, I liked it mm. it, it was of oh, its time we see a move by Rikishi that I only have seen Lance Cade do and it was like a rock bottom into a sit down power bomb it was a really nice oh, yeah. move here uh, Benoit goes for the low blow and the chops goes for the cross face but Keith gets out of that we see a Samoan drop and a bonsai and Benoit in a really impressive spot here as I, I think there was like a, he's going for the bonsai or a 10 punch or something. Benoit electric chaired Rikishi. Picked him up on his shoulders, played him back. And this is right after coming off of a broken freaking
0: neck. Like just ungodly strength by him <laughs> yeah, here. Yeah, that's a good point. We have The, the Air cannon, brand new neck, man. It's stronger than ever. Oh, have, have, uh,
1: being a guy with a, uh, Fused back. Uh, that stuff wears out after a while.
0: <laughs> oh, oh, I see.
1: <laughs> we have the Air Canada, but then Kurt Angle jerks Benoit off the of top rope. What? We get a wow. DQ. <laughs> the joke is... <laughs> we have a top rope <laughs> jerk-off move here, whatever it was. DQ, and we see a stink face here that uh, Kurt Angle holds Benoit in position 4 and then they they're laughing and then we get to set up for a wedding now the ring crew is in the ring they're putting all the flowers down they're taking down the ring ropes and uh making a and they are making a wedding backstage uh Stephen Benoit you know Benoit's like nobody laughs at me Matt Hardy barges in hey you know what you can wait i'm i'm dealing with something else here uh Kurt Angle versus Benoit unforgiven and you just
0: reviewed that show So uh, what do you think? Yeah. Good match. That. Oh, man, that that is. I think their Royal Rumble match in 2003 is a little bit better, but their unforgiven match is amazing. I mean, it's it's legit match of the year quality for these two. So, yeah, that'll be I don't know if you're going to be watching that soon or not. But that that is definitely one to look forward to.
1: Oh, I am. It's going to be a couple of weeks in the timeline here. He says that Kurt Angles going to feel his pain. Uh-huh. Matt Hardy demands The Undertaker. It's time for a wedding, Kyle. You, I see you suited up nicely. You're looking dapper as always. Yes, yeah, got my... And that. This caught the attention of uh, several...
0: Oh, I'm just not on my neck. Oh, uh, hey-oh. <laughs> this um,
1: <laughs> caught the attention of some gay and lesbian groups, obviously. And it wasn't very positive attention, and we're going to get into why here. I just need to finish this off. and.
0: You're doing my man. lord. Yeah, uh, I, can't imma- I can't imagine the gays and the lesbos uh, were a big fan of how uh, they were portrayed on the World Wrestling Entertainment. No,
1: they they were intrigued. They're like, oh, you're doing this? We're listening. They pop the popcorn yeah. in. And they choke on it. We hear, my favorite theme of 2002, you look so good to me. And this old pastor is in the ring here. That He looks exactly like Pat Robertson. And if anyone... Gets that reference. Uh, you you get a can of Coke, and uh,
0: is that a Canadian? Some-
1: no, he is um, oh. a televangelist.
0: Oh, so yeah, kind of. Yeah,
1: and, and, and being someone who is in ministry, don't trust the the of old- darkness. Also, yes. Um, <laughs> no, I I, uh, I went to school to be a youth pastor. Actually, Kyle. Um, okay several place. reasons i didn't I didn't get in I didn't get into the field uh but I was intern i interned out of church for a couple of years and i, I y- you'd never trust the super super old man N- never trust him
0: I'll keep that in mind I'll yes. keep that in mind
1: and he's talking about these are the wrong flowers and uh this pastor looks like he's about to ask the TV audience for money it's like do you love God do you love God <laughs> enough to send me five bucks we'll get you a Lifetime time subscription to our daily bread that'll never leave your mailbox and will never get taken off our mailing list.
0: Yep. Yeah, true story. Yeah, <laughs> the vibe of the, uh, who's the old guy from Family Guy? Oh, Herbert. Herbert.
1: You a <laughs> <laughs> I got a whole freezer full of popsicles. <laughs>
0: <laughs> your nipples look so l- luscious and supple. Shit. <laughs>
1: I I got a friend, Anyways. who can like do it even with the the whistling of the teeth because he's got like a. Yeah, I was t- trying to, <laughs> he's because he's got a chunk taken out right here. But need- uh, Derek, if you ever hear this,
0: yeah, I need a gap.
1: <laughs> my lord, uh, <laughs> then they 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 do their vows here, and Chuck is like, "We c- you captured the tag team titles with me, and you captured my heart," and Bailey's like. Damn man, that was corny, but that's why I like you. <laughs> the audience is just eating this up, just booing the shit out of everything. <laughs> Here, my mm. god. Um Rico is just, like uh it's the something about love story, headbands, sandwiches, like on the Triton Pond, Titan Tron. This is their love story. Oh, the little
0: uh the video package. That was that brought a tear to my eye. That that was very loving, and it shows them stretching their hips in the locker room and having a dance. They had like a dance off against uh, it feels like Tori Wilson and Stacy Keebler or something. Um, yeah, I mean, what a what a love story between yeah. Billy and Chuck. It's it's really it's something we should all strive to have, really, in a yeah. in a partner,
1: in a, a partner. brought a tear to some eye, but yeah, R- 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 Rico's <laughs> just loving it here. And obviously, Eric Bischoff here, uh, spoiler alert, asks if anyone is opposed to this union. Out comes the friggin' Godfather. Like, is, is anyone opposed?
0: <laughs> meow, 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 meow,
1: What the hell is going on in here? He's like, you know, this'll... I'm like, oh yeah, hoes, that'll make him straight. Uh, Billy uh, is like, you, you still got the pimp in you. Something about the nookie giving up the free cookie. And then I expected, uh, Fred Durst to just burst through yes. the thing here and, uh, sing the hit song. Nookie, uh, Rego calls hose good time girls, which mm-hmm. is the best. That is the best name for yeah. a prostitute
0: I've ever heard. I'm going to say it right now. <laughs> <Good time. laughs> oh, you're a nice looking good time girl there. Diamond or whatever prostitutes' names are. Uh, Paisley, I don't know. Uh don't just, don't pretend like you don't know.
1: Uh no comment. Um there's a just say no <laughs> chant, and th- that's straight out of every like nineties kids assembly about saying no to drugs and then you know eh, just Tobacco saying. is
0: wacko if you're a teen.
1: Oh yes, that's exact that's another one of uh, SmackDown's lovely sponsors at this point in time. And uh of course. Rico is egging them on to say yes, and Rico is just like, I'm so happy. Like I and now pronounce you hus- hey, 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 ho, hold up, hold up, hold up okay this isn't supposed to go this far, like Billy Gunn's here like, we're not gay we got nothing against gay people and I'm shocked it got a pop in 2002 maybe we were a little bit more progressive back then than we think and it's like, mm. okay yeah, commitment is special, the bond is sacred, we'll never change Something about this, and then the pastor's like, no, 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 no. Commitment is special, the bond is sacred, it'll never change. It doesn't matter if it lasts fifty years, fifteen months, or three minutes. Wait a second. Oh. Rips off his face. And then the face that I sent you, that's the logo of this show. That just that look on Stephanie was amazing. Did I hear myself say? three minutes boom the recently debuted jamal and rosie storm the ring here uh rico kicks billy in the dick and oh we have a heel turn on her heel turn but uh oh man they crash the party Samoan drop on chuck splash to billy and then umaga simone drops steph and finally the locker room empties adrenaline by gavin rosedale of bush is a theme song for unforgiven Uh, that's from the movie triple X. This, uh, this ceremony was basically triple X. Kyle, what did you think of this whole wedding (laughs) in parentheses?
0: Well, I got a question for you. Did you watch this episode live? Like as it aired by any chance? No,
1: I actually didn't get the episode. The, uh, network Smackdown was on until. Oh, three. But I cut the recap of this. I think the next week on Raw, or I was all over the message boards by this point in time, so I would have mm-hmm. seen bits and bops of it. But no, I, yeah, I was, I was very just curious
0: as to uh, I was just curious as to if it was obvious that the pastor was Eric Bischoff because I don't know if I'd be able to tell if I was watching it for the first time. I well, that's, give, some, give him- that's some all all time great makeup.
1: I think after, like, I, I, I just, I tuned it out, right? But I got, an, you know, high-definition TV with the Chargers and the Jaguars here. Yeah, you can tell it would be Eric Bischoff on that. But mm-hmm. back then, after, I think, I didn't know it was him until he's until he said three minutes. When he said three minutes, I'm like, oh, shit, here we go. We're they're <laughs> going to storm the ring now.
0: All to, that's yeah. the best makeup film no, mean, ever. Yeah, for sure. I think Eric Bischoff has recently... Like on his podcast, he says that this is one of the most fun segments he's ever been a part of, which is funny in hindsight. Just because of how, like, uh, I guess all the effort that went into the makeup and Umaga and the uh, superhero in training storming the ring to attack Billy and Chuck. And it's just like, man, it was was perfect the way that Rico got Stephanie to be involved. And, you know, she's there. The whole brand versus brand thing. And, uh, yeah, an interesting direction. Billy and Chuck announcing that they're not gay, which if you go back and watch this time period, they don't really act gay. Like other than their theme song, they kind of are just normal guys with headbands. And the fact they like dance all flamboyant, people think they're gay. They, They don't kiss. They don't hold hands. They might stretch each other. You know, they might give each other, you know, massages, but that's any good tag team partner should do that in my opinion. But, um, but yeah, Billy and Chuck—they have a new little babyface run, which I totally forgot about. You know, they get—they get rid of their theme song. They go in a completely new direction. I don't think it lasts too long, but uh, yeah, the segment as a whole—legendary for good and bad reasons. But um, it's entertaining to go back and watch. That's for sure.
1: Yeah, it—it it, it was a—it re- was a really fun one, and it actually didn't come off as offensive as I thought it was going to be. Looking looking at it today, it's. Uh, Sure, it was it was staged, and they were like, yeah. it wasn't supposed to go this far." Like Rico had this publicity stunt, I guess, in mind for Billy and Chuck, and then he would go on to he he would play flamboyantly. Like I went, I went to a house show in '03. I've 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 spoken of this before, but he was subbing for somebody because uh, Jeff Hardy no showed this event, and he would have been released not long after this event, so. For some odd reason, he wrestled Stephen Richards and spent the good chunk of the match uh, prancing around the ring and slapping the butts of both him and the ref. And then the crowd mm. would say extremely derogatory things. And I will admit that I took part in that. I was 19. I'm not like Man. that anymore. I'm letting you know that now. But yeah. it, it
0: Cancel Fretzelbania. Oh, Hashtag. yeah. That,
1: that's already happened. But we have a theme song for (laughs) Unforgiven going back into this here is Adrenaline by Bush, and it's from the movie Triple X. Do you have a favorite Triple X match, Kyle?
0: A favorite Triple X match? Well, there's Ultimate X, right? There's Elevation X. There's the X-Scape match. So those three matches together, is that Triple X? That can
1: be, yes. I I was trying to make another joke here, um... But that uh, completely went uh, went out the window. But I mean, triple X. No, no, AMW. no, no. Go for it.
0: Let's hear it. Let's hear it. No, oh, something. triple! I forgot. I was I thought you were making a porn reference, but uh, no, I kind yeah, I, of, forgot I about, kind of was. Uh and I, 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 I was waiting to see
1: how <laughs> you would refer to it. But then, if we were going to talk about triple a and W in the cage, then that's just dandy. Mm. But
0: speaking of triple X, yeah. Tori versus Yeah, Nidia. They had a bunch of them. Yeah, the uh old Jamie Noble the cuckold. They uh know something. You know, they he's gotta do what he's gotta do. I guess no one's kink shaming here, so
1: uh no, yeah. This was a very quick match here. Uh I just wrote down two words nipples and neck breaker.
0: Ah, that's um your band name as well, right? Also, yes. You're the tambourine. Uh, also, yes. They're On your nipples. Yeah.
1: Yeah. With with the uh, pe- coming off the piercings here, cling cling. But we had the main event now. <laughs> the under. Tell me, the
0: wedding wasn't the main event?
1: Uh, unfortunately, not. No, we still have some wrestling to go tonight. Given the fact oh, we just had like sucks. a two minute match between Tori and Nadia, where was three minute warning for that one? Woof. Uh, Tori yeah. wins with the spinning neckbreaker. Who cares? Um. <laughs> Taker versus Matt Hardy, version one, and this is the
0: first time that we hear "I Can Slap a Tornado." Mm, man, I never knew the lyrics to that song. It just seemed like a bunch of yelling to me, but it, yeah, it was something.
1: It's like it's just you know, it's a wrestling theme song with uh, nonsense lyrics. It's like the uh, the initial uh, the first SmackDown theme, the with a little bit of in the middle of it, or it's um. Oh, I had I had another one here, but it's oh test. Like his his initial theme had. Uh,
0: <laughs> yep, it's a good
1: yeah, one. What a, a one. nonsense lyrics. OSW did a bit on that, so shout out to them. Go check it out. I can slap a <laughs> tornado by. I think it was Power Man Five Thousand. I forget who's saying it. This was unforceable entry. That's why I like this album. Holy shit! Mm. Uh, we see take it going for the last ride. The last ride, but. Uh, That's a nope. Uh, Brock Lesnar and Taker have a bit of a stare down here. Brock kicks out of something. Uh, Paul and Brock visit Sarah in the locker room while this match is going on. Like, Taker and Matt Hardy are just beating the crap out of each other. And Paul Heyman is asking Sarah, you know, how will you take care of a child after Brock Lesnar does what he does to your husband? Backstage, you know, we have chair to the Taker. And Brock creepily feels the womb of Sarah and says, life's a bitch.
0: <laughs> and the show ends. Do um, you know what follows this? What? <clears throat> um. Uh, so this whole thing with Sarah, it like Brock sends her into shock and she has to go to the hospital and she has a miscarriage. Oh, or no. Does she have a miscarriage? I don't think she actually has a miscarriage, but she goes to the hospital. It's like a, oh, what's the word? It's like she thinks she's going into labor, but she isn't. So with- it wasn't a miscarriage. I thought that's what it was when I first saw it. And I was like, "God damn, this some Gene Snitsky stuff here." But um, yeah, that's how they build to their unforgiven <laughs> match. Weird way to go about it. And didn't they have like a Hell in a Cell match after this too? At No Mercy, yes, yeah, so that's one of my favorite Hell in a Cell matches.
1: Oh, that—that
0: that is a dandy one. Like I.
1: I was trying to think if this was their biker chain match, but that's no mercy 2003. Uh, Was it wrestling with regret? Literally just did that. And I watched that. Like I think the other day, but that was smack. That That was SmackDown. uh, The wedding episode, three minute wedding. Uh, Kyle, how'd you like this one? Like, what did you think of everything?
0: Yeah. I mean, it's uh, if you want to show somebody who's not familiar with 2002 SmackDown, if you just want to pick an episode for them to watch, this would be a good one because you have some of the craziest segments. You have really good matches like Kurt Angle and Ray. Um, I guess that's the only good match on the show, but um, you know, hardcore breaking his necks fun uh, HLA. Uh, you know, you, you look so good to me. There is a lot of legendary moments on this one episode. I mean, Eddie getting his or Chavo getting who, who went into who Eddie went into Chavo's ass, right? Uh, yes. All right. Yes. And that's just then you have Kurt Angle's promo of loving to play with boys. So an all around entertaining, endlessly entertaining episode of Smackers. So I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it.
1: Yeah, that that, that was fantastic. And uh, Kyle, uh, where can people find you, listen to you, plug your stuff, man?
0: Plug me, plug me up. Uh, So, yeah, Apron Bump, the Apron Bump podcast. You can find me on YouTube or wherever you listen to podcasts. Uh, I do much like Fretzy Boy over here. I do a lot of retro reviews. I cover uh, this timeline here, Ruthless Aggression. I also touch on the New Generation, the Monday Night Wars, as well as the Golden eras of Ring of Honor and TNA. A little progress wrestling in there. So, a little bit like I got a little bit of a buffet going over there. So, ApronBump.com. For all my uh, full episodes, all, you know, the merch and all that stuff, all my social media, apron bump on all social media. And, uh, yeah, check it out, bitch. You know, I've been on there a few times
1: now, like a couple of yes. great shows. I'm going, uh, I'd love to go again. And it's uh, it's always a good time with you, Kyle. You can, of course, follow me on Twitter, Instagram, and and TikTok at Fretzelmania, F-R-E-T-Z-L-E-mania. This is on Wrestle Addict Radio, the cure for the Common Wrestling Podcast. Links to everything will be in the description below. We have Discord. We have Patreon. We got merch, t-shirts, hoodies, everything you can think of. We have beer steins. We have sports bras and swimming trunks for some reason. So if you want that, you can... finally. I
0: I know, right? Cover your...
1: Go for a little. Dip I've been you.
0: sending you endless emails. I need sports brawls. Well, well there, there we go. There you go. There, and if you're a Patreon,
1: you do get a little discount code there. So that's a little incentive for you here. Hello. And our Discord, we just we shoot the shit, we talk about whatever, uh, and the rest of our podcasts. We have the Brace for Impact podcast with Nate the and Great, another former guest of the Amper Bump podcast, the Kings
0: of yes. the Rings
1: podcast, streaming every Wednesday night on twitch and youtube and although this this man's on a little bit of a sabbatical i gotta give a special shout out to zach from the young lions perspective podcast we love you zach you hope you're doing you're doing good and uh hope to see you back when you are ready so that is it folks thanks for listening and we will see you next time hail satan all right